welcome to the Nerd Party. Maximum more. Punch it. Punch it. Punch it, Bishop! Punch it. Punch that shit! Let's punch it. Hello, everybody. This is Punch It, episode 29. I am your co-host, Tristan Riddell, and with me, as always, is... Charlene Schmidt. Okay, I'm excited today because here's the thing. We're talking House of Cards, but this is not what you may think it is by looking at the episode title or the short or everything like that because this is being recorded on May 29th, the day before House of Cards Season 5 drops. So this is... The Eve! Yes, the Eve. House of Cards Eve. This is not a review show. <laughs> We're not going to spoil anything because we don't know. We don't know. This is really just us wanting to talk about House of Cards because we're such House of Cards fans. And as soon as we turn this off, we're going to sleep like it's Christmas and wait and then binge watch it the entire next day. Absolutely. And let's be honest, we're not going to really sleep. We're going to be tossing and turning all night in anticipation, just like when you're a kid and it's the night before Christmas and you just cannot wait to open that big old cornucopia of presents and festivities having a good time and i am so excited about house of cards season five and i know that you are too this has been a long time coming we've had to wait for this one a little longer than usual yeah normally we get it in february usually no later than early march it's now the end of may practically june Ugh. and even even on top of that i will still never forgive netflix for this but in america the United States of America. This is America! We have a three-day weekend going on right now. Like, we're recording this on Memorial Day. So, it's Monday. We're not at work. My garbage isn't even being picked up today because it's a holiday. And why didn't Netflix release House right? of Cards Season 5 on Friday night? Oh! Okay, either the people who work at Netflix are complete sadists and did this on purpose, thinking, ha, 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 we'll debut it after your three-day weekend so that you have to pace yourselves. You can't completely binge unless you deliberately take time off. Or this was just a complete marketing fail. I honestly don't know. Like, I would love to get a hold of someone and say, like, was it scheduling? Were you working up until the last physical possible moment to finish <laughs> season five? I really doubt it. Yeah. I don't know. It's so crazy because... I just, yeah, like what happened was, is right before we logged on and started recording, I just Googled House of Cards because for some, like, I kept trying to convince the world and myself by hoping. I was like hoping by, with like a sprinkle of fairy dust and by the power of belief that I would be able to make season five drop early. And so I've been <laughs> checking throughout the day to see if like by accident or maybe they're just like, ah, it's okay, we'll give it to you early and stuff like, I don't know, just hoping beyond hope that they would do that. So far, it hasn't happened. Oh, that would have been so sweet. Ugh. But when I did, I know, like just now, I googled House of Cards and I see a whole bunch of reviews are popping up. Like seven hours ago, nine hours ago, two hours ago. What? And I'm just like, who the hell are these guys? What makes you so freaking special? Yeah, who are you and how did you get access? And uh, unless you're working for Netflix or have some sort of association with Netflix, who the heck do you think you are? But thankfully, what I'm seeing, this is just like the top two uh, reviews that came up. Just reading the headlines, that's it. First one is from Vulture. It says, House of Cards fifth season is bonkers, but in a good way. And then it also says, House of Cards is scariest ever. Ooh. So that's cool. 
Okay, that's exciting. That sounds really good. It sounds like it's going to bring out all of the hope and promise that we have built up for this season. Because I've just, I've been so excited since the end of season four, where they left off was just killer. Yeah. And so if they're just going to keep exploding off of that momentum, boy, are we in for a ride. And that, that's the thing is like, like saying that it's bonkers is actually, I'm excited about that because season three, I thought was so tame and so boring and so uneventful and a lot of people didn't like season four because they thought it was a little too crazy and i'm like no give me the crazy (laughs) you know like give me make it go bonkers because that's what i really loved about season four so seeing that season five is building off of that and is quote unquote bonkers i I feel like i'm saying bonkers a lot i i'm i'm even more stoked than i was five minutes ago agreed i like this review i like what it's saying and i hope it means fantastic things I do think that maybe season three was a little bit melodramatic and uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of intensity, it was a little bit of a drop off because seasons one and two, yes, they are very chaotic. That is the nature of this show. So the more bonkers it is, honestly, the better. Yeah. And then season four, season three wound it up. Season four started taking off. And if we're just going to keep going, bring it. I'm so excited. Oh, Yes. I know. I am it's too. finally going to be here, except we've all got to be adults tomorrow and work and do other things before we can get started, which is just complete BS, if you ask me. And it's so, it's so true because the entire time I'm going to be sitting at work knowing that it's there. The episodes are there. Yeah. Nobody's going to get any freaking work done if they're looking forward to this. Are you, really? No, you might as well take the day off. Maybe one of my employers is listening to this. I don't care because they'll understand. <laughs> But I thought about, like, taking the day, like, whether it's a vacation day or whatever, just so I could watch it. But my wife, the girl, her last day of the school year is tomorrow. And so there's no possible way that she could take off or do whatever she needed to do. So even if I do take the day off, I still have to wait for her to come home from work. My situation is the same exact thing. I mean... I run a home-based business. I technically could sit at home and watch it all day if I wanted to, but my husband works his nine to five and I'm not going to be able to start it without him. That is not fair and that's not right. We watch this show together. So I've got to wait for him too. And we're just going to both be in pure agony. We'll probably be messaging each other back and forth all day tomorrow with random messages about House of Cards or... Like House of Cards gifts and everything like that. Yes! But that's the thing, though. You have to be careful because if you start searching for House of Cards gifts tomorrow, you know that you'll run across a spoiler. So I'm going to have to... Oh, I'm going to have to delete true. Tumblr and Instagram and Twitter from my phone tomorrow. Oh, dang. Yeah, I, what's really sick and stupid and sad is I didn't even think about that aspect of things because the internet does work that fast. You have these jerks who will watch the last moments of the season first just so they can yep. get screen caps and gifts and populate the internet with it just so they can quote unquote be first yep. and just so that they can ruin it for you because we live in a world filled with jerks. Complete sadists. It's disgusting. And so with this being House of Cards season five Eve, we're going to today revel in what we do have and our excitement for this series and talk about what ifs. And you had the idea of talking about potential spinoff ideas. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to explore maybe what characters, what situations, 
would actually work for a spinoff because one of our other favorite shows, Breaking Bad, did this beautifully with Better Call Saul. And so it's possible it could happen. It, not all spinoffs suck. And so <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do this on the fly and just spitball ideas and see what sticks. Yeah, it's it's true because that's the thing. I was glad that you brought up Better Call Saul right away because that's what I was thinking. When, it, when we were texting each other saying like, hey, what should we talk about? You know, like it's got to be House of Cards related because this is House of Cards week. But we need to record this before we actually... Uh, watch the show because uh, Nerd Nuptial, my other show, is doing a special release this week for House of Cards season five. Where like like we're gonna do it midweek release because we're that hardcore about House of Cards. But <laughs> I was just thinking, I was like, you know what? Like we just got done catching up on Better Call Saul. What would a House of Cards spinoff look like? Who would it be around? What situations would it be? Would it be a prequel? Would it be a sequel? Would it be running alongside it? You know, something like that. You just don't know because. Uh, like you said, not not all spinoffs are, are bad because some of my favorite shows are spinoffs. Like you said, Better Call Saul, Xena, Angel, and I'm blanking yeah. on some other ones. But, <laughs> but. <laughs> but they're out there. So let's just let's just throw some ideas out. So let's talk about what makes House of Cards work. What makes it special? What makes it unique? Well, first off, I think one thing that we talked about off camera in terms of the writing itself is that this show is chaotic. There are a lot of things happening at once. There are a lot of threads that are weaved throughout the season and the series as a whole. And so there's constantly a feeling of, oh, I don't know, maybe being on edge. You're not completely sure what's going to happen next. And it's like, what is happening? As the you know what starts to hit the fan. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I th I think so. Um, I, I think there's definitely a, a component of it. I don't know if that is, not to be contradictory, but I don't know if it's that big of a component to it. Because when I think like, oh my god, what is happening? Like, I think like Game of Thrones. Or I think, what else am I thinking? I don't know. I'm, I'm blanking on some other examples. I feel like there's some, there's some shows out there that are like Lost. I'm thinking about like Lost, where you're just like, at the end of the episode, you're like, I have no idea what's going on. Like, I have more questions than answers. With House of Cards, I don't really feel like I do with Game of Thrones or Lost or things like that. I'm just like, I when it ends, certain times I'm just like, oh my god. You know, like, I can't wait to see where this is going. <laughs> okay, you're absolutely right. There is a distinction between, oh my god, and oh my <laughs> god. Because it's not, you're right, it's not so much of, oh my gosh, what is happening? It's more, what are they mm -hmm. thinking? What are they doing? What are they plotting? That is yeah. House of Cards. So you are absolutely right. So the plotting, the scheming, the behind the scenes, the back channeling, that's what makes House of Cards interesting. Because yes, you could do, like, that's the thing, like West Wing is a very popular show, went on for a very long time, and it shows the behind the scenes of the White House. Like, it, it doesn't show just everybody, it doesn't just show the speeches, it shows how the speeches are made or why the speeches are made. And House of Cards take it to a deeper level where, like, you have the front face of the White House with the media circus and the press corps and everything like that. Then you have behind the scenes, like in the West Wing, where it shows the staffers moving around, moving and shaking, writing speeches and and like trying to make sure that, you know, POTUS is where he needs to be on any particular day and scheduling and everything like that. But House of Cards is the sub level. It's like the basement of the White House. Yeah. Where it shows the back channeling. Yeah, all the dirt. Yeah, the dirt, the grime, the back alleys, the backdoor deals, the 
all this gritty, like the the quid pro quo, the handshaking, and everything that is not covered by the cameras or the press corps and things like that. Right. And to some people, that is the real Washington, you know, all these dirty people doing dirty deeds and nothing is completely pure and innocent. There's always a motive. There is always uh, some sort of cover up and there's uh, there's always more to it than meets right. the eye. And so that that's definitely something that is is a key component. So one thing this is like remind me of this question. Like, I, I don't want to ask this question right now. I will pose it, but we're not going to talk about it. Okay. In this spinoff, would the protagonist talk to the camera? Don't answer. <laughs> it's just a question that I wanted to pose so we didn't forget. So we'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to that. But that said, it's a very good question. So at the very end, let's explore that. But first, let's talk about who we might be seeing on the camera. The first person, if you don't mind if I go first. No, go ahead. The first person that pops into my head is President Walker. Okay. So that is the first president we see in the first episode of House of Cards. It's the uh, it's the Democratic president elect in the first episode, that because in the first episode we see the New Year's Eve bash, and President Walker hasn't been sworn in yet. And spoiler alert: if you haven't seen House of Cards, why you're listening to this? But uh, <laughs> President Walker is the one that resigns. You know, Frank forces him out, but Walker doesn't know that Frank is the one that forced him out. Right. And so one thing that I was thinking about, because I feel like they're going to explore this in season five because they hinted at it in season four, is how is President Walker going to get back at Frank now that he's slowly starting to realize that Frank is the one who ousted him? And so I'm thinking, do we show President Walker's path to the presidency or do we show President Walker's fall his path to obscurity or and maybe his rise to redemption <laughs> right it's hard to know if that if we are going to see him come back and maybe try to get back at frank in the next season or maybe even in the future if there are more seasons that's definitely a path but the prequel idea his rise to the presidency now that could be interesting mm-hmm because you could say that anybody who rises to power has to do some not-so-nice things to get there. You don't always make friends. You have to do some dirty work, too. So what, what is this guy's brand of it? I mean, we know Frank's brand. Yeah. What is up with this guy? And we could, if we did a prequel series like Better Call Saul, but with President Walker, we could actually see Frank in it a little bit if we wanted to. Because sure. they have a... I think. Personally, I think they've aged Kevin Spacey way too much and way too fast. Yeah, I agree with the fast part. I mean, his hair went from his natural brown to gray in what seemed like the blink of an eye. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. And I know that he went through an assassination attempt in a comb and everything like that. But come on. Um, <laughs> it really stressed him out. Yeah, I, I was like, it took Obama his full eight years to go gray. And it took Underwood <laughs> six months. Well, um, that's just how much pressure the guy's <laughs> under, I guess. I mean, the presidency does age you. That much is for certain. If you look at any of the presidents. Oh, yeah. That's that's a given fact. But it ages you. It's either twice or three times as fast as a normal human being. Ooh. It's something wow. it's something that crazy where the presidency, you have so much stress that no normal human should withstand it. And that's why your body just degrades faster than normal. Well, and I don't blame him. I wouldn't want that job either. Oh, my goodness. No. 
Uh, but yeah, so President Walker, so you kind of like that idea. So I do. I think that's an interesting angle to take it on just because in those earlier seasons, he was uh, not a prominent character, but certainly around. He was always in your consciousness. Yeah, season two, he was definitely more in your face because that's when Frank was getting him out. But yeah. in season one, he was there. And like you said, he was much more of a guest, but in season two, he's a recurring character. I was always very impressed by Michelle Gill and his his performance because he just did such a natural job of being presidential. Yeah, yeah, he made it look easy. Yeah, it's just like you could see that this guy could be president. And there are certain times in certain movies and TV shows where they pick an individual to portray the American president, and you're just kind of like, oh, I don't really see it. Well, Not I mean, quite. <laughs> one obvious example is Jamie Foxx. I'm just like, yeah, no. No, Jamie Foxx is not the American president. But uh, Michelle Gill, yeah, absolutely, I see him. Yeah, definitely. And it would be interesting to explore his character more. Because for as much as we know, there's way more that we don't know. And it will be interesting, though, to see if he does come back. If there are going to be some threads where Frank taking him down comes back to haunt him just a little bit. Now, before we kind of go down that rabbit hole, or if we want to go down that rabbit hole, what did you have in mind? Did you have something else did you have another character? Did you have another yeah, situation? Oh. Maybe characters we haven't even seen yet? Yeah. I Honestly, what I want to do with this show is explore various characters that might produce a spinoff. And then if we really like one of them, maybe we flesh it out a little bit. Okay. But there's so many characters on this show. I think there's a lot of avenues that we could potentially explore. So the first person that came to my mind was Jackie Sharp. Uh <laughs> I take it you don't like her. I don't. I don't like Jackie. So many, like so many people like Jackie. Like I, I'm not. I don't know why. I don't know why I don't like Jackie. Okay, I'm neither here nor there with her. She does not spark any uh, hatred, nor do I really like her. But she definitely strikes me as the quote unquote Washington type, mm-hmm. where there is a little bit of scheming, there is a little bit of backplotting. And we have seen her with presidential aspirations. Plus, we have her potential co-star already in the books based on what we've seen her do. And that is, of course, Remy, Mm -hmm. whom she has a kind of on-again, off-again relationship with. Yeah, yeah, it's complicated, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so those two, they like to scheme together. And Remy is really good about... I think, working behind the scenes. He doesn't necessarily want the spotlight, but he likes to make big things happen and doesn't want anybody to know that it was him so that he doesn't have to be... <laughs> he doesn't have to take the crap for it, basically. But he does... I mean, he, he definitely has wealth. He definitely uh, knows how to work power. And the two of them together could make for an interesting spinoff, maybe in the future, where maybe there's a potential presidential run again. Mm. Only she's learned this time. You know, Frank Frank and company took her down that first time. And then maybe there's been somebody else in between eight years later when the Underwoods are long gone. She comes back again. And now this is her day. How does she make it happen? And how does Remy help her? I think a lot of people would enjoy that because I think I like I'm definitely not the norm. I think a lot of people like Jackie and a lot of people I've noticed online. A lot of people like Jackie and Remy together. And... I, for some reason, I just find her character annoying. I don't know what it is. I 
Okay, fair enough. I like Remy. I don't necessarily like Jackie. So, like, I'm saying that you have a good idea, a great idea, and I think that if Netflix was getting together and they're like, okay, we have one of the greatest shows of all time, we want to keep this momentum going, just like AMC wanted to keep Breaking Bad's momentum going, what do we do? I think Jackie slash Remy would be a serious conversation. I think that would be a, a legitimate, realistic conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I think if nothing else, you have to talk about it because they are a fantastic duo. They work together well. They know how to make things happen, and they can be a little bit scary. Now, speaking of Remy, one thing that I think could be interesting, and maybe this would be too much of a direct thing because I doubt that Kevin Spacey would want to do another series being Frank and being in the past. Like, if... There was the Garrett Walker show. I'm sure that Kevin Spacey would guest every once in a while. It would have to be a rare thing because then if, if you have Kevin Spacey on for too much, then it becomes his show. Then it's a Kevin Spacey show. Yeah. And so. Right. And we've already done that. And with the one thing that popped in my head is that really I, one thing that I'd love to see is and maybe this could be a different another punch it. But uh, Remy working for Frank when he was much younger. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, there's definitely some history there, too. And they always talk about that history, yeah. Right, and so he has a lot of dirt on Frank, and I'm just waiting for him to unleash it. Yes, yeah, that's that's the thing. There's always skeletons in the closet, and we see that throughout season three and season four, where that's slowly being released. Yeah, but he's got so much more. Like, I feel like <laughs> the, they've only scratched the surface, man. There's so much. Now, another character that... I think might be actually a nice recurring, maybe supporting character is Kathy Durant, who is the Democratic senator. I I found her character really compelling, and I would love to see more of her in any of these incarnations that we're proposing right now. I love Kathy Durant's character. I want to see more of her. Every time that she's in a scene, I'm intrigued. I love it. I don't think that she could be, I don't think she could lead the show, but if there was, right. If there was a spinoff, I would want her to be a recurring character as much as possible. Yep. Totally. I agree. I don't think she could carry the show, but I think it would be fantastic to see her. And on those similar lines, I know the fan favorite is Freddie. I'm sorry. I don't want to show all about Freddie. No, no. I feel like they showed too much of Freddie as we went on in the series really yeah i feel like Hmm. because he was this great interesting character with a lot of mystery and then i think we took away a lot of that mystery like when he sold his his barbecue joint and then walked away yeah i was like okay that's the last time we're gonna see freddie but then in season three when we saw him in line for america works and he was trying to get a job so it's clear that he's down on his luck like that was a complete and utter gut punch and I thought they were going to leave it alone at that. But then they kept bringing him back. And then I just hated where they took his character and how they destroyed the relationship with Frank. And mm. so I'm at the point where I'm just like, okay, enough is enough. Like we, we took a great story and then just kind of just really just made it dwindle. I don't know if I completely agree. I kind of liked Freddie having his day, having it out with Frank. I didn't like it. Just F you, Mr. President. Oh, I hated that. I hated that moment. I hated that scene. Oh, it seemed very true to me because it showed just kind of how Frank regarded Freddy. I mean, we love Freddy, but to Frank, he's, I mean, it's just a service provider. He makes good (laughs) ribs. Make me some ribs. That's it. 
he doesn't care about Freddy as a person. He cares about what Freddy can do for him. That's what that scene showed. Now, somebody like Kathy Durant that I thoroughly enjoy and that I would love to see more of, no matter what kind of incarnation, this would uh, this would probably have to be a prequel, is uh, Linda Vasquez. Ooh. Now, okay, this has been a, a very strong, good recurring character. Do you think she could possibly be the star of a show, though? No, no, I don't. I don't think so. I th- that's why I. That's why I see her in line with Kathy Durant. Like she's that same okay. type of character to me. Where I don't think that she could headline a show. I think she could be the second lead. I do. Now that I agree with. That seems like a a good step. She could either be the second lead or a part of a duo, kind of like Remy and Jackie, where it could be Vasquez and maybe. Walker, like if we went back with the the Walker thing. That's what I was thinking, is if we do the Walker show, she is basically the next lead. Yeah, and then we get to see that iteration of how Frank helped her get her job with Walker. Yeah. Because we know that that happened that way. Now, there's one obvious character that we're not talking about. Is that Stamper? Yeah. Yeah, that feels like the uh, like the next logical right of ascension since he's kind of the next down in line in the hierarchy. But I feel like in a way that's too obvious. Also, I don't want another show completely centered around Stamper. He is such a good supporting character, but I need to take him in small doses. Yeah, I agree. I wouldn't. I don't want it to be the Doug show. And he's been in fifty two episodes, and Frank has been in fifty four. You know, it's just we've seen so much of him. We've seen so much of his relationship with Frank. Like, yeah, we don't we haven't seen all of his history, but we know a lot about his history. Yeah, I would dare say even too much where maybe it would be cool to see him in an episode or two, but not the star of the show. Like maybe even a recurring character lurking in the background. You know, he's up to something or maybe Mm -hmm. just maybe he's there. But yeah, that's. That's too obvious for me, and I don't know what we would do with it. Yeah, I'm the I'm the same exact way. And and also, one other avenue that I don't think would work is if we showed... What was the name of the paper? What, the Washington Herald? Yeah, the Washington Herald. I don't think anything involving the Washington Herald would really be that interesting. Like, if we showed Hammerschmidt or Lucas or Zoe, you know, like, mm. I just don't think that's a rich enough area. I think we need to keep it within politics. Yeah, no, I agree. A newspaper drum, I mean, it's kind of been done before. I don't know how you would take it at a new angle and make it interesting with these characters. Sorry, it's just, I got nothing. Yeah, it just, it doesn't interest me. I like I like how the Herald is involved with the show. And I like yes. what Zoe did. And I didn't think that I would like Hammerschmidt coming back. But I absolutely loved it. I absolutely Same. loved Hammerschmidt coming back. Yes, but- and I can't wait for more. Oh, yeah. I can't, I'm so glad that they featured him a lot in the trailer because it shows you like, OK, this is not over. We're going to see him. He's going to keep going. And I love Tom Hammerschmidt outside of the Herald even more than I love than I liked him as the uh, the chief of the Herald. Yes. Agreed. I just love how passionate he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's showing what a true journalist does. Coming from a newspaper background myself, that is just where I'm saying yes, 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 yes. So thank you for portraying that accurately and well. So uh, I cannot wait to see what happens there. But as a spinoff show, no, I think what they're going to say with these characters is going to happen on House of Cards, and that's going to be that. So another avenue, I'm not saying this is a good idea, 
Not saying this is a good idea. <laughs> this could be a completely okay. sucky idea. I'm not even saying I endorse this idea. It's just an idea. Oh, do it. We're spitballing. A young, young Peter Russo on the streets of Philly getting his way into politics. <laughs> I hate that idea. <laughs> I Okay, okay. tell me why you hate that idea. Um, okay. Well, I mean, you could tell a really good compelling story about a younger guy who's lost his way. He is just trying to basically stay clean and figure himself out and maybe he stumbles his way into politics, but it's a very different show. It doesn't mm-hmm. have the same kind of spirit as House of Cards necessarily. You know, you could tell a good story just not with this sort of format. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Where it doesn't feel like it's so much a spin-off that it's practically in a different universe. It's just borrowing a character that came from this universe. You so you think it's you think it's too separate. I get it. I get that completely. And I you know what, you were kind of reaffirming what I was thinking cuz I also don't like it when they go too young. Because it separates you even further. Because like we wouldn't be able yeah. to use Corey Stoll or anything like that, you know. And Which so, is a shame. Yeah. yeah, he is such a good actor. Like I, I am. Oh yeah, loved him in House. I of have Cards. a love hate relationship with Russo. I, I never had a love hate relationship with Corey Stoll. It was always a bravo with him. Right. Also, I just hate the idea of Hollywood always going for younger, hipper, <laughs> flashier, yada yada. Nah, I'm good. That's all right. We do that enough. Now here's, okay, since you spitballed a really good like left field idea, I've got one for you and I want to see what you think of this. I have no idea where exactly you might go for the, with this, but what about the lady that Claire hired, Jillian Cole? She uh, became a part of the Clean Water Initiative. Well, basically like Claire's, uh, well, the Clean Water Initiative kind of like bought out Jillian's I don't know, organization, and then screwed her over royally. Oh, the woman who sued Claire and everything like that? Yeah, like Jillian got pregnant and Oh, no, screw that idea. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, we're even now. Oh, I mean, it could be. I mean, the thing is, is that's a very sweet character. She's not going to plot revenge on Claire or anything like that. So I don't know what you would do. Like Sweet character. She lied in order to sue her and, like, (laughs) sue her for money and, like, Put her name through the mud, sweet character. Well, Get out of here. Well, okay, okay, maybe not. I mean, maybe sweet for Washington. And had sex with a married man and got pregnant with his baby. It's true, but man, they were abroad. You get lonely oh. and <laughs> different, <laughs> different, different zip code. It doesn't count, right? No, no, I'm not saying that at all. I don't believe in that. But sweet was the wrong word. Okay, right. But I mean, she's. I I would guess maybe. I don't know. Naive is not the right word either, but she operates very differently than these other characters do. It might be interesting to see what she gets right, what she gets wrong mm-hmm. after the fallout with Claire. Maybe, but that would take a lot of development and that would take, it would require a lot of thought, which frankly, I'm not up for right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, <laughs> I don't um, like that idea. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's also a character we don't know too much about so you not only have to flesh out a character but you have to flesh out her situation and make it work and maybe it really just wouldn't work so yeah i'm very cool on that idea too but the it did occur so i wanted to throw that out there and also one person who i don't think would be able to carry a show or at least the character the actor might be able to but definitely not the character and that's thomas yates i think the way that paul sparks plays thomas yates is so 
understated. I'm not going to say underwhelming. I'm going to say understated yeah. that he does not have the charisma or the charm in order to be a lead protagonist on a show. I agree. I have a hard time envisioning him carrying a series. Yeah. He's very good right where he is. Yes. Exa- yeah, that's the thing. He's great. And also, here's the other thing. Quirky characters don't make good stars. Um, you know, you put them in the forefront. You could say that about Saul Goodman. Yeah, that that's true. You could. And that's obviously where that goes wrong. But I don't think... Um, that Yates has the same sort of charisma and background and richness to him that no. Salt Goodman has at all. So there's the difference. That's why it doesn't work. No, I, I completely agree with you. I was just kind of throwing it out there as to why it wouldn't work. So we've pretty much gone through every character except for maybe uh, Rachel, and no one wants to see that show. Well, that would just be misery, and it would have to be on HBO. <laughs> I <and> know. <laughs> like maybe, like maybe we could do like a young Meacham. You know, like working his way through the Capitol Police, and then mm, he, like see maybe it, see it from the bodyguard's perspective, kind of thing. But even then, I'm I'm already bored. So yeah, I don't know if I care. <laughs> so that takes care of that. I mean, the other ideas would be like a, a another idea I have maybe is going way back and having like a young Claire Underwood exploring her past with her mother because we saw a lot of their relationship in the last season there Mm -hmm. could be a lot of potential there but then you're working with a different actor because robin wright is not 20 and i don't feel like that is right i hate this idea as i'm saying it no let's not and say we did i see that's the thing is like i I purposely avoided talking about claire and frank because like when we did a, a few episodes back we we did a prequel story of how frank and claire met yes we did and we were envisioning this as a novella or like something written not so much something that we would see or a show that we would cast yeah it's because kevin spacey and robin wright are frank and claire and i don't really want to see any other actors portray them yeah it's true and i don't think anybody else would either so that's just kind of forbidden territory plus when house of cards is gone I feel like the story is told. Wherever they leave it, that is going to be enough. Yeah. That is where Frank and Claire end. And if they ever do spin off House of Cards, it's got to be somebody else. It's got to be separate than the Frank and Claire story. Absolutely. Right. It's got to be just different enough, but within the same universe, just like Better Call Saul spins off of Breaking Bad. It's the only way it works. All right, well, we went uh, way longer on this than I thought we were going to. I think we had some great conversation and great possibilities of what would work and what wouldn't work. I still want to write this show, though. We haven't really written the show. We've just talked about the ideas. And so I feel like next week we should actually write the show. So let's decide on what we want to write next week. What, out of everything that we talked about, what stood out the most to you? What stood out the most to me was your very first idea. And that is talking about Garrett Walker's ascension to his presidency. What did that look like? Who is this guy? We could define it. We could map it out. We could have... And Here's the other thing is it has a lot of potential to have recurring characters and guest stars that we already know that we're familiar with without going overboard because we're going to have to have new people in the mix. That's a very good setting. Right. Yeah. It's it's a setting that's familiar to us and we don't have to overuse the pre-established characters, but we can drop them in if we wanted to. Right. So what are your thoughts? What was your favorite? 
Uh, well, I mean, I'm going to sound like a jackass and say, yeah, my idea was my favorite uh, because I want to see, I want to see Kathy Durant. I want to see Le- Linda Vasquez. Like yeah. pretty much that's the main reason why I want to do the Walker storyline is because I want to see Durant and Vasquez again. And I feel like that's the best way to get them back in. And Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that's a plan. All right. So we have to answer the question now. Is Garrett Walker going to talk to the camera? Oh, I think that is something that we ask ourselves next week. Oh, you <laughs> spoil sport. You're going to keep people hanging. Well, it's all right. I mean, the producers of House of Cards kept us waiting for well over a year. I guess turnabout is fair play. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening. We thank you for all of your messages and tweets and emails. We got some uh, positive reaction from our Guinan backstory last week. And so we... Uh, yes, thank you. We actually... Uh, one listener actually said that we should we should actually do another one about... Guinan and Q together how they meet why are they enemies and everything (laughs) like that so I think that's definitely something that we can attempt definitely possibilities there for sure for sure all right well everyone please go to the nerdparty.com for all of our other episodes as well as all of our other shows we have new shows new episodes coming to you every single day of the week and please go to the nerdparty.com slash contact and from there you can send us a message and select punch it from the drop down menu. It'll send us an email right away. We love to hear about you and we love getting ideas of what we can talk about, much like this listener did about Guinan and Q. So please keep them coming. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the insane Robin. And you can find me at Oh the Profanity. And I would love to know what sort of spin-off ideas you have for House of Cards because it's about all I'm going to be able to talk about for at least the next week. <laughs> Same here. Well, I think this was a great episode of Punch It, so I'm going to close and get some dinner because I'm feeling hungry today. Ready for warp, sir. Let's punch it. Join the revolution. Join the nerd party.